Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Depression Help subreddit, or, well, it's actually just Depression subreddit. Uh, when I clicked it, it said Depression Help, but uh, anyway. Uh, so today was very interesting. Yesterday was my brother's birthday, so once again, happy birthday to my brother. And we, so I don't drink, but when I when I cheat, you know, when I do a cheat day, right, I'm eating a bunch of sugar. Uh, I, I don't, so typically on my cheat days, I don't eat a bunch of sugar. I usually eat a bunch of like meat or pizza and all that stuff, which technically has a lot of sugar in it. Um, but I, I went really overboard this cheat day um, for my brother's birthday. And I I just woke up with probably one of the worst. Like it, it reminded me of when I used to drink and just felt all this energy zapped out of me. So that's why this first off, this video is super late. Um, I slept most of this day just to um, also fasting i haven't drank or eaten anything just to like get my body back to normal for tomorrow when i have to go back to the gym and yeah man it's it it just feels so weird man i i i just feel so uh i just felt so out of it and you know the interesting thing is right um i don't feel depressed about it i i i think that my, this is more of my body just telling me hey you know what we need to take a break man you you, you need to take a break We've been waking up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. You know, you're going back to the gym tomorrow. Wednesday, by the way, Wednesday is typically my, um, it's typically my cheat day, but since my brother's birthday was on Tuesday, I moved it back. Um, and Wednesday is usually the day I also take off, uh, from the gym. I usually don't uh, go to the gym on Wednesday just to let my body rest a little bit. And you know what, man, I gotta say, I feel, feel pretty good. Um, hopefully I'm able to sleep tonight. I've never really had that pro weird problem where, um, you know, if I sleep too long during the day that I just can't go to sleep at night. I mean, usually as long as the, the temperature is just right, I mean, I can fall asleep whenever. Um, kind of unfortunate. It's a double-edged sword on that one. Um, but I want to talk about depression today just because um, I feel like uh, I feel like that the, the old me would have really judged myself um, for not doing anything today. Uh, you know, I, I'm having a, a, not to get too personal into it, but, you know, I'm, I'm going on a, a date next Monday or I forget when I'm going on this date. Uh, but I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not super nervous about it, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I have this sense that maybe she won't like me because I don't, I'm out of a job right now. Um, and I'm devoting so much time to this YouTube and podcasting stuff. And I, you know, I just kind of wanted to see what other people are, you know, I, I know that sounds very, after we, you know, I, I did this video about, uh, forever alone on my YouTube channel. Um, I know it sounds very pompous of me because, you know, I am actually getting a date here. I mean, somebody's actually giving me a chance. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, even once you even once you get that chance to get into the dating market, it's not all, you know, just because you get a date doesn't mean that it's the end of the road. In fact, it's just it's just the beginning. And even like, you know, it's the beginning of the beginning. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, let's go into the depression subreddit. Enough about me. Enough about my struggles in life. Uh, let's go to the first post. I'm really lonely, is what the first post says. More than anything, I just wish I could have someone to care, someone to lean on. Does anyone else feel that way? Am I literally just talking to myself right now? Is anyone listening at all? I, I just want—I uh, wanted to reply to everyone, but I woke up so many uh, to so many comments of people feeling the exact same way. I'm so sorry to everybody who has said that they relate to this. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I appreciate the support so much. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, with me talking about the the dating thing uh, before. Uh, by the way, so when I got back on dating websites, I, I ended up, uh, just picking one, uh, that's very key is just picking one. Um, by the way, I only do, I only do this shit for free. I don't, 
Uh, I never, I don't pay for dating websites. It's not worth it um, in the long run. But uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is for you if if you're more of a, a person who sleeps around. Uh, nothing. Uh, personally, I have things against it in my own life. But if that's the person the kind of person you are, maybe it is worth. Uh, because uh, you know, they, then they start to you're able to do things like boost yourself up and you know show up on more people's feeds and stuff. Um, but yeah, and then the other thing that I did, I, I don't have it on my cell phone. I refuse to have uh, an app on my phone anymore because it just it ran me rampant, dude. Every single time I was in bed, my phone was there, and I'd be like, oh yeah, let me check this stuff out. That's why I don't have most of my fa- my social media on um, on my uh, phone. I typically have it on my computer. So that I can just get away with it. When I'm at the gym, you know, I, sometimes I see these people, not so much anymore now that I'm there at five o'clock in the morning, but um, I used to see people just like recording themselves for their Instagram feed and stuff. I was like, I don't know about this, man. That's so, it's so weird, man, to, to think about, to have to think about, um, you know, trying to, you know, trying to uh, deal with you know, a, a workout and also getting, uh, you know, I, it's funny enough, I was talking to somebody at my gym about this, uh, really cool guy. And, um, he, you know, I was selling him, you know, I put my cell phone in my locker and, uh, cause I don't, I don't want to have to deal with that. And he, he had mentioned, he actually reads so that he can get focused. Uh, so he can focus on one thing. And then, then he goes in, dude, this guy pumps some serious weight, but, um, yeah, going back to, uh, going back to, uh, the loneliness factor of it. Right. Uh, I just decided, you know, once and for all, you know, yes, I don't have a, a job right now. And yes, that's what a lot of women are looking for in a man um, is job. But, you know, I, I just wanted to put myself out there and at least say that, hey, you know what, I don't have a job, but I do have ambition right now. I'm trying to start something for the long run and, you know, see how, see what happens. And, you know, anytime you go on these dating websites, just remember that as well. Try and be as real as you can. Don't don't put up some fake facade. Um do you want to embellish things? I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, it depends on what you're, what you're doing, but um, yeah, when it comes to certain things like that, you really have to um, really have to be yourself. Cause when you meet this person, I mean, they're going to figure out very quickly whether or not you're real or not. And, you know, for the lonely people out there uh, I'm not saying dating apps will solve your, your, your problems. I think for, for a lot of people out there that are dealing with loneliness, uh, they have to fix some other problems first, you know, why you ask yourself some questions, you know, why are you lonely? Is it, is it because of personality, right? Uh, one of the things that you, when you're talking about like people who are constantly, you know, getting broken up in relationships, right? Um, are, are the multiple people that you have in relationships a problem or are you the problem? Um, this isn't to just throw every lonely person under the bus, but you, in order to identify what is causing the loneliness, you really have to ask yourself some hard questions. Um, be, be kind with yourself, right? Don't just, don't just go into self-loathing mode and, and assume that everything is your fault. It could be a lot of different things. You know, um, you moved out from your home and now you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't know anybody. Uh, you're not religious, so you don't go to church. Uh, so you're not able to socialize in that way. Uh, you know, there could be a lot of different things out there, but, you know, getting to the bottom of it is being honest with yourself, you know, is maybe do you have some antisocial tendencies that could really uh, put people off? You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's for you to decide. And, you know, um, it, it's good to audit yourself every now and then to make sure uh, to ask yourself, you know, the, these tough questions, you know, like, why am I lonely? You know, let's go over to the next post here. Is life really like this or is it just depression? I feel like everyone is doomed to slowly fade out. As children, people have uh, hopes and dreams, but the higher they get, the more life disappoints you. 
you just face one disappointment after the other until you just learn uh, to put your hopes lower and lower until you're left with none whatsoever and just go through life like a zombie, knowing you simply have to put up with it. Yeah, so, you know, for, for the dreams part, right? I remember when I was little, I always had dreams of being like a fireman, policeman, you know, all that kind of stuff. I remember telling my mom early in life, uh, you know, you know, when I, when I'm, when I'm rich one day, I'll buy you a house in Vegas. And obviously that's not the case right now. Right. I'm living with my brother, living with her too. Right. She, she had to move in with us as well. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm not in that position. In fact, I, you know, it, it, I'm just not in that position and I do have to rely on her every now and then to, for like grocery help and all that stuff to make this last a little bit longer till January when I actually look for a job. But yeah, man, it, it's, as you get older, I think as you get older, though, at the same time, you start to get wiser about your expectations, right? You see what the world um, has to offer. And you also say to yourself, hey, you know what? This wasn't realistic of me to ask for, you know, um, to, to, to think that I could get this uh, super high paying job without any risks. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, when, when you're looking in, um, when you're looking at uh, you know, expectations and depression and stuff. Um, yes, the higher your expectations, the more you you could be uh, subject to dealing with the consequences of that, right? Because all of a sudden, you know, you have these high expectations and now your expectation, your expectations have been dropped all the way to ground zero. But at the same time, don't be afraid to dream, man. Don't be afraid to to have these dreams. You know, I have dreams a lot of, of my fam of a family that I one day have and uh, uh, you know, a house that I'll one day have, you know, that sounds so weird to say, right. Um, I dream of one day having a house. That's literally something that I dream about. And that, that sometimes, you know, but to some people, you know, they have their own house or they have their own condo, they have their own apartment. Um, but I don't have it right now. And so to me, that's a big dream. You know what I mean? So you just have to realize that ev I think everybody's lo looks at life that way in the sense that the grass is greener on the other side, right? You you're always going to find somebody that somebody's grass that's just, a little bit better than yours. Oh, they don't have a weed right here. You know, they they have it just so perfectly. Or it's a bigger uh, yard or, you know, anything like that. Or, it's, oh, they have bluegrass. Whoa. You know, there's all kinds of things that are always going to make you uh, want something that's different from yourself. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's something that we have to deal with. Dealing with expectations, I think, is a very important um journey for anybody that's out there you know you you have to figure out uh what what is realistic for you man you know what i mean like i'm never gonna be a marvel superhero right but for some people they could be you know they could be one day especially if it all adds up right you're you're uh you become a by the way marvel superhero is in like like an actor for the marvel studios so obviously acting would have to be in your future uh don't forget to that there, there are things that you do have to do in order to make these dreams happen you know what i mean um and even if something does fall on your 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 you know your lap right uh, one of the things that i i watched this guy named uh patrick vet david and one of the things that he was mentioning was the fact that uh you know generational wealth right like the rockefellers you know even though it gets it gets uh it gets passed down um it doesn't always stay around man like do you guys know any any rockefellers right now like anybody that's super famous um, but if you look at people like Paris Hilton, right, look at her, her grandfather uh, started the Hilton hotels, right? And now she's uh, investing and doing all this stuff. I mean, obviously, she's not known for some, you know, there are some things that maybe she would want to erase from her past. But she's doing stuff with her uh, with her wealth, 
like investing it into i mean i think she just what did she is she you know that uh the documentary on youtube like uh i'm paris or i, I don't remember what that was called anyway uh <laughs> it um one of the things that she she did was she started opening up her own hotels right like that's a great uh no is that what she did i don't remember uh i think she did something with like with like uh makeup and stuff and good for her man she's she she's doing something with that money like you have to do something with it or else it will eventually evaporate right so yeah you know i, I was just uh there was this title I, I i didn't read the whole article or anything like that i just read the title of the article but it was it was mentioning how uh people who are uh rich tend to be like less emotionally mature to a certain degree um, I think that's somewhat true if if they grew up with wealth. I, I think that's that could be somewhat true, but it could not be, right? You know, I mean, I think I think that uh, rich people have to go. Like it's very strange. Life has a way of evening itself out, right? Um, for some reason, depression and um, oh no, suicide. It seems to happen mostly at the middle and upper classes. It doesn't tend to happen at the lower classes. It does sometimes. Excuse me, but it seems to be. I don't want to say a privilege of the upper classes, but it seems to be something that they tend to end up ha ends up happening to them because the lower classes are so fixed on fixated on surviving that life just ended. You know that's their balance in life, right? They're 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 just trying to survive, whereas people who are in higher classes uh, tend to they that's not you know they don't really need to worry about surviving. They're already you know they they don't really have to worry about where their next meal is going to come in, and so depression starts to hit because they wonder. What is the what is the purpose of life? Whereas people at the lower uh, ends, of the lower rungs of society, end up saying, "Oh wow, like I I have this meal. I'm so grateful," you know. Anyway, that's just a whole uh, other uh, whole other box of uh, you know can of worms right there. Uh, let's go to the next post here. Looking at myself in the mirror makes me genuinely upset. I mean, damn, I ugly, just a colossal waste of space. Why am I alive when there's so many people who deserve to live more than I do? So many resources are being wasted on me, and I'm just want, meandering pointlessly through life. And I just and uh, until I finally kill myself. So you know, it's interesting. I was, um, I I was, uh, I, I met this person who was, uh, man, she was, you know, she was a little bit more wealthy and. Uh, she she was in a pretty good job, and she gave it up because she's she's thought, oh yeah, I I, I think somebody who actually deserve who actually needs this job should have it. I, I, listen, I think that's noble and everything, but I don't think uh, giving up your job for somebody else or giving up you know everything that you have for somebody else is all that noble when you think about it, right? When whereas if you help multiple people, right, uh, by helping yourself and then helping others, right. Uh, we talk about this all the time, the idea of the oxygen mask coming down in the airplane. You you put yours on first so that you can help the the kids next to you, right? Because they can't do them do that themselves. And if you're if you don't have your oxygen mask on and you pass out while you're trying to put their I by the way, I don't actually know if that's if that what happens. Is that why you get the oxygen mask? I have no idea. Um, but if you pass out while you're putting the oxygen mask on your kid, uh, guess what? Both of you guys are dead now, right? So you have to always secure your own safety before you help other people. Now, I'm not trying to say there aren't selfless deeds that can happen, right? Like somebody going into a burning building. Um, but that's a split-second decision, right? You don't get a whole chance to really um, figure that out. So obviously, there are going to be times where you have to, like, go with your gut and stuff. But, um, but yeah, in terms of the, uh, the uh, you know, the ugliness and all that stuff, 
Um, this could be a form of, of dysmorphia, right? Where you look at your face and it just looks all morphed differently. Also, you know, the beauty standards that we have nowadays are kind of, kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, how many women actually look like Kim Kardashian? By the way, I saw her on Saturday Night Live and I have to say, I mean, man, she's a... Uh, she looks really good, right? She knows how to dress herself up and the makeup and everything is on point. Uh, but yeah, you know, that also comes with a lot of baggage. You know, there's a lot of staring, there's a lot of all this stuff. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's not realistic for everybody, man. It's just not realistic for everybody. So um, look at yourself in in conjunction with, uh, you know, how you look, uh, how you look before. You know, are you making progress? If you're, uh, you know, kind of like if you're losing weight, right? If you're losing weight and you're like, oh, I'm still fat, you know, you're, you're losing weight. You have to compare yourself to yourself, not to the bodybuilder that you're looking up to or to the, you know, whatever, you know, somebody who has 6% body fat, anything like that. Like, don't, you can't look at anything like that. Um, there's this guy named Greg Doucette, I think his name is, or Greg. Yeah. Anyway, he's on, uh, he's on uh, YouTube. I think his last name is D-O-U-C-E-T-T-E -T -T -E or something like that. He's a bodybuilder. I think he used to compete. Uh, very high-pitched voice, so if you're not into that high-pitched, scratchy, steroid voice, maybe you might not want to watch it. Uh, but he does this thing where he guesses people's body fat percentage, and there was this one guy who came on, or was on there, um, and said he was 13% body fat. But Greg was like, no, 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 you are closer to 6%. There's no, you know, he, he had all the peaks and valleys. But he looked at himself so differently in the mirror, right? Because he, he sees the gut. He sees, you know, he's looking at himself every day, and he's always comparing himself, so... Uh, be very careful with always, you know, um, looking at yourself in the mirror like that. You might need some CBT or something like that to, to get yourself a little bit more objective, you know, in the sense that, uh, you know, because I, I used to do the same thing. I would look in a mirror and I would look at, I'd just be like, who would want this guy? Who would want this? Now I just look at it as if, you know, I, I look at myself, I say, hey, um, I look, you know, I look, I look like I do. You know what I mean? Um, I don't, I don't say positive or negative things about it or, you know, unless I, unless I, I shave just right, you know, now I have this like little goatee going on and I gotta say it's on point, but you know, I, I don't look at myself unfairly as well, you know? Uh, but anyway, let's go over the next post here. I want to get to this post before we, uh, we head out. So a 27 year old female in college, uh, in college, uh, college did not save me or help me. Went to undergrad, got a degree, still 20,000 20, in debt. Ugh. I work as a sex worker to afford rent and medical bills. My degree is in literature, and I cannot, I cannot find a job despite finding a, attending a top 40 public university in the United States. I thought maybe I would go to law school, but I took the SAT, the uh, oh, I, oh, the LSAT, that's right, uh, today, and canceled during the first section. I'm not good at anything. I have no talent. I have no job. I'm not close to my family. One person in my family already told me to kill myself when I was 22 because I was too expensive alive, which is why I started working as a sex worker so that this person no longer needed to financially support me. My family doesn't know what I do, but I don't really care if they know. I just wanted to do more in my life than this. By no means is my intention to insult other sex workers, but I don't, I didn't want this to be my life forever. And now it feels like it will be. In addition, I'm truly quite unappealing. My chin is slightly recessed and my nose is large. I've been, uh, sexually assaulted by multiple men and no one feels bad for me since I'm a sex worker. I'm not happy with who I am on the outside or on the inside. I don't really know why I'm here anymore. People act like going back to school will change you or help you, especially if you are in a marginalized community. Yet I'm still here. I'm in debt 20,000 
so that I can't so that I can frame a fancy piece of paper on the wall. Yeah, and listen, by the way, if anybody out there that has been to college, like, listen, both of my siblings made it through college, and uh, one of them is doing a, a really good job. My sister is doing a really good job with it. Um, fair game, you know. I, I dropped out. I, By the way, I dropped out really late. I, if I should, But I always felt very um, – I felt like everybody was was literally pushing me to, to do college. They do college, do college. Because, you know, I got this message. Now, I, this could have been me um, – you know, this is from my point of view. I'm not going to speak for everybody that pushed me, like my mom or any, anybody anybody else, you know, um, a lot of my friends and stuff. But, you know, it, it almost seemed like there was no alternative, right? Maybe that was just my me and my head catastrophizing thing, like making a false dilemma. Oh, if I don't go to college, then I won't do this or do that. Um, but listen, there are so many alternatives out there. And now we're starting to realize that college is, um, how do I word this? Um, we're starting to see that college is the only way, like that phrase right there is a scam. College is not the only way. There are many people who end up going to vocational school, right? Uh, make and make a bunch of money very quickly, very early on in their career. You know what I mean? Um, whereas, you know, these people in college spend what eight, ten years to finally make some money and they're in debt. So, you know, and you know, nobody ever talks about the debt when they're talking about this stuff, right? They they just never talk about uh the debt and it, it just it always boggles my mind when we when we're talking about the stuff that you know oh yeah you know you should go to college and further your education and then they just skip over the debt i remember when i was in kindergarten and um the principal came up to uh, they they called them we used to have these assemblies every month and stuff and i'll go over there and i remember there was um i i remember there was this one uh person who was uh, sorry, the principal was talking to, uh, to to us, and she was like, all right, who here is planning on going to college? By the way, kindergarten, by the way, we were in kindergarten, and a couple of us raised their hand. I, I didn't know. I really didn't know if it was for me, and she said, okay, everybody raise your hand because everybody here is going to college. I, I, something so vivid in my mind that I still remember it, um, and I, I remembered it when I was making that decision on whether I wanted to go to college or not, and by the way, I didn't really have as much of a choice, right? Um, because I was either that or get a full-time job. And I was like, I don't want to work at, you know, I used to work at Home Depot. I didn't want to work at Home Depot forever. Um, but, you know, eventually when I got to college, it just withered away my mental health. And by the way, I learned a lot of great things at college. Do not get me wrong. I I'm ne- I would never throw away that experience for anything. But uh, as I started going to college more, I just, I remember eating pizza what, every two days, drinking every single day, and smoking all, pretty much every single day, and just not I don't know, man. It just didn't, it wasn't fulfilling. It was just a void in my life. And, you know, for people that do want to go to college, you know, make sure that you want to, you know what you want to do because it's a big commitment. So if you need to take a year or two off, don't let these people say, oh yeah, well then you'll never go to college. No, no, no. no. Or if you go to community college, do what you got to do. Me and my brother, oh no, actually my brother went straight to state. Uh, my, me and my sister went from, you know, from a community college to a university now she went all the way i went from community to a state university uh and did a like a year i think at the university before i dropped out so it's not like i got stuck in some system or some hellhole where or some like purgatory uh where i never got to the university no i got to the university but i just hated it i just felt first off i always felt alone man because all these people actually wanted to be there and I, i i had to be like high to get into school or to uh, even want to be there or to even want to do my homework. I just, I never, I, I never felt that alone with that many people in a class. You know what I mean? Um, 
like I said, there were highlights. I, I loved, uh, shout out to Professor Letty out there uh, from Southern State University. One of my favorite uh, philosophy professors, uh, Professor Thomas Letty. He was such a great, uh, he's so passionate about what he what he did. And I, I really appreciate that. Uh, there are some other teachers. I did, He was just such a prominent part of the last part of my career. Um, and it was very, very kind to me. I remember he was, uh, he ended up, because uh, I, I remember I just kind of dropped off the face of the planet and I never, um, I never actually officially dropped out. So I ended up failing out of college. I remember him telling me, hey, listen, I, I know you will, Lucky. And uh, listen, uh, you missed a lot of class, but if you wanted to do one assignment for me, I can at least get you a passing grade. Such a great, um, you know, I really appreciated that from him. He didn't have to do that, but I really do appreciate it. I, I didn't take that offer. I completely went uh, went back, uh, you know, didn't it just completely failed out of college. But I never considered myself a failure, man. I, I don't consider that myself a failure because life is still going on. Life is, as long as you are still alive, as long as you're still driving breath, there is still something for you to do to change your life. So try and remember that as you go on. Try and be kind to yourself. Try and be realistic, for uh, you know, about your expectations and, you know, um, you know, if you are somebody that wants to go to college, at least try and, you know, maybe take a little bit of time to actually figure out what you want, what it is you want to do for college, because it's a big commitment. So anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email uh, me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. As always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.